Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Imagine you've been sat at home in isolation for a couple of weeks. You're worried about whether your business or your job is going to exist when you come out of the other side of this global crisis. You're worried about your health, your finances, and whether you'll be able to pay the rent in a few months. And you receive an email. And that email references COVID-19. In that moment, you're tuned into anything that might give you an understanding of what's going on. You're worried this is going to be new information on the terms of national quarantine, information from your bank, or maybe your employer. You open it up, and it's a COVID 20% off discount sale from a bike store. How does that feel? How does that make you want to engage with that brand? And most importantly, how does that help anybody? I'm Joe Glover. I'm the founder of the Marketing Meetup. It's a community of 14,000 marketers around the UK and established very much on the basis of looking after each other and uh, just looking at marketing in, in a way where the humans come first. I'm Richard Wood. I run the marketing agency Six and Flow. I've worked in marketing for around about 18 years now um, and I'm a massive believer in that people should be trying to engage with people on a human level, not just treating people as leads and kind of numbers in a spreadsheet anymore. So we're living in strange times right now. We're living in strange times to be a human and we're living in strange times to be a marketer. With the COVID crisis going on right now, we're having to reevaluate how we interact with ourselves, our customers, and everyone around us. So with this in mind, it's really interesting to be a marketer right now and, and figure out what's the right way to reach our customers? What's the right way to help people? What's the right way to get our marketing message across without coming across like a complete douchebag? So I think that's what we're pretty much going to discuss in, in this podcast right now. And Rich, to start off with, I guess it would be really interesting to get your perspective on why things or even just some examples of some good and bad practice that's going on right now in relation to COVID marketing. So uh, well, like one of my current pet hates at the moment is getting getting emails with triggers around, like like I mentioned before in the introduction, like a COVID, like 20% off sale. Like that, it's ridiculous. Like <clears throat> we're dealing with people who are like scared. They're worried about their jobs. And we're using, uh, marketers are using like trigger points like that to actually get people's attention. And I don't think it's right. I'm, <clears throat> sorry very on topic slight cough um and i think like using that that fear is is or kind of fear or like outright interest is just not the way for marketers to be doing it at the moment because you're you're effectively using somebody's fear and worry and kind of all that kind of nastiness around it to sell a product and i just like even from a if you take the human aspect out of it even from a brand perspective, how is that going to help you in the long run? Mm. Well, it feels really disconnected. I, th I think that's the th one of the broadest things for me is, is when when I think about, you know, the good and the bad 
the bad are the ones where there's really no connection at all. They're just writing the word COVID because it's what people are speaking about, you know, and, and to use your example of a 20% off sale, you know, what does that have to do with a, a global pandemic? You know, what does a, a t-shirt have to do with that? You know, that sort of disconnect just doesn't make any sense. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's just that, that whole kind of, uh, the, the the flip side to it as well like so one of the things that so i wrote a post about this on linkedin like a, a couple of weeks ago and like everybody starts kind of jumping on and like and uh, totally my fault because i've started this conversation that way but everybody <laughs> starts jumping on like how a market is doing this like this is terrible and then you've also got to look at it from the other side as well though is like the marketers are scared like these are people who are there's an md breathing breathing down the neck somewhere going hang on a minute like you've stopped delivering leads. I don't care. It's not your fault. Like, where are you getting my leads from? So like people are panicking on both sides. And I just feel like there's there's a, a lack of empathy and understanding in what people are trying to do. And that empathy is so important. Like this is a global crisis where people are generally worried about their health, but then also their like economic health as well. There's, and I, I just think that, when you're doing things like that and like i'm kind of like leveraging fear this is not the time for that no no well i i i think it's interesting that you use the word leveraging because you know leveraging to me would uh imply some kind of like building off it you know but when i see an email come through from a t-shirt company which says 20 percent off i just go you know what you know, and it's because my whole sense of perspective has been changed. You know, the things that matter, my family, my wife, being able to pay the mortgage at the end of the month, you know, those are the things that matter. And I look at a brand that's, I, you know, I, I do absolutely, you know, share your sentiment that we're all feeling the squeeze right now. And we're all having to look to new inventive ways to, to find and, and find customers and, and you know, ultimately benefit their lives in a way where we can financially gain from it too but it just feels like it's leveraging leveraging isn't the right sort of thing it's just profiteering or or misleading or it, Opp it's opportunism very... and profiteering i think are like great ways to think about it like these are like we're it's people using that scope of like fear to actually kind of make a buck and like i and i get it like people are scared and frightened but i think if you think about it as a business longer term damage that you're going to end up doing to your brand because you are seen as the brand that's done that is not going to go down well in the long run and it's ultimately going to kind of hurt your bottom line but you mentioned kind of like okay so what are what are the cu a couple of like tactics that you would look at in in this space at the moment so like you are you are a marketer i am mm -hmm. a marketer mm -hmm. we have jobs to do i.e marketing mm -hmm. how should we be approaching it at the moment mm -hmm. well uh, you know we're both marketers but we're also business owners you know and, and i think when we look at it through the lens of that then i think as business owners we've also got an appreciation that now is probably not going to be the best time to shove our sales message down people's throats it's going to be a time where we can support folks and, and show who we really are. And it goes back to that principle that I think in times of adversity, you know, the people that stand up and, and sort of support others, you know, really are held up as pillars of the community. And I, it doesn't matter if that's an individual or a company. I think we have that ability right now. So the first thing that I'd be doing as a business owner would be reframing my expectations that it's not going to be about financial gain right now. It's going to be about 
uh, if we're going to use a marketing term, it's going to be about brand building and it's going to be about brand awareness and, and bringing those people in and, and, you know, showing who we truly are and showing through our actions that we're looking to benefit people. So that would be my first portal call. Do you know, um, do you know what's so interesting as well? So I've literally, I, um, this week, so I had a conversation with our head of strategy and we were talking about like, what's our plans? Like our, our, our lead gen, like we still got leads coming in, but like it is not at the level that it should be at and for yeah. obvious reasons. But like, so like, what is our plan? Like, what are our plays over the next like six, 10, 12 months? Yeah. And I, and I, I said to him, I was like, <clears throat> Let's stop focusing on getting leads in. Let's just mm. let's go all out brand. Like let's let's look at ways that we can help the community. So like we've I've spent my last two weeks as like the MD of a business calling my clients, not because I'm pitching them. Like I've got like and I start the conversation with I am not here to try and sell you anything else. Yeah. Everything I'm gonna talk to you about, it, I'm either gonna do it for free or we'll do it within whatever we're doing already. And it's like, I've been talking to them about, okay, let's try this, let's try that. How have, how are you looking at this from a business? I've stepped outside of the marketing stuff. Like we're, we're talking about like kind of business owner to business owner stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that's like, if, if I was a business owner and this is some of the, stuff, the advice I've been given to some of our clients as well, as a business owner, yeah, you might not have, you might not be a HubSpot, you might not be a Vidyard, you might not be a Drift where you have product licenses that you can give away for free to help people. And that stuff is great, but... Sure. The stuff that I sell, I can't do that. Yeah. But but what I can do is give up my knowledge, give up my experience, give up my time yeah. and help with people. And I think from a marketing perspective, long term, and like marketing, yeah, I mean, we're talking about marketing and like, but the the human aspect to that as well is like, it, it gives me the warm fuzzies. So it's not to- totally <laughs> altruistic, but yeah, it's also yeah. like the people who are putting their hands in their pockets, figuratively speaking, like with time, energy, and effort, and giving something back. They're the ones that, if they can ride out this dip over the next six to eight months, mm-hmm. they're going to come out ahead of everybody else because people are going to remember that. 100%. And isn't the irony, though, that this is probably the stuff that we should be doing all the time? Not necessarily giving it away for free, but like just having these conversations, which is, you know, human to human rather than client to agency, which is like, look, what can I do to help, yep. you know, and, and like ringing up your random contact, you know, just for a chat, you know, and, and you find in those moments of serendipity that, you know, you, you find an opportunity that never existed before, or, you know, find out that they value something that they never, you never thought they did. You know? It's about, it's about human connection though. Like it is entirely. So if you can reach out and help somebody and like, if you even look at the, the rules of reciprocity, like if I give you something, you are psychologically compelled to give me something and i'm not saying you should just give things to people because they're going to give you something back but that is at, from a business owner's perspective don't see this stuff as a wasted um kind of uh like investment because right. you will get things back i mean i'm i'm trying to convince everybody that we should all take a like a karmic approach to marketing at the moment where like just just give out to the world and the world will give back at some point and i don't think that's necessarily a great business strategy no. but i think it's um it it's a nice way to approach things at the moment for sure and that, i i guess it depends on your you know, I, I I agree that that's exactly the right strategy for today. But if we're having this conversation in six months time or a year's time, when hopefully we're looking back on a crisis, you know, I feel like I would still adopt a very similar position. You know, I might look to charge for a few more things and stuff like that. But 
you know, that sort of long-term perspective where I'm just looking to build those relationships, built on trust, on conversation, on innovation, and, and looking to help people, that doesn't change. You know, if anything, this is just brought into focus exactly, you know, a really, really great practice. That, um, you know, it's it's, it's like, funny, it took a global crisis to make us all do the things that we should do. We're kind of driving our cars less. We're yes. kind of, we're speaking to each other more. Do you find like <laughs> now that you're not in an office with people, you are having actually more conversations because everybody wants a Zoom call now. 100%, 100%. And actually they've been really good as well. Um, yeah. Like as a complete aside, like this, you know, virtual meetings and stuff like that, I'm getting 80, 90% of the effect that I get in person, you know? So you, okay, so that, I mean, that's a great point. So you run you run a, a business that is centric around physical events, like mar marketing meetups, like the, the clue was in the name. Yeah. And <laughs> like you bring people together in a physical space. So of all the businesses out there being effective, like you are pretty high up the list. Mm -hmm. How has that transition to kind of the digital side gone for you? And how, mm -hmm. did, how did you communicate that to everybody that this still has value for them? Yeah, uh, it's a good question. I mean, so my communication exactly mirrored my um, journey in a sense, you know, and, and, and so the whole thing about the marketing meetup is that we've always been very vulnerable. We've always been very authentic and we've been truthful, you know. So the journey that I went through is that I started off um, just being scared. You know, I was scared for my business because a lot of my my uh, revenue is tied into running events. Um, so I told my community that I was scared and that was the first line, you know, and, and after that point it was, but then I did something about it, you know, and I did something about it for you um, because it's not about, you know, me getting through this, you know, the value proposition is that it's going to benefit someone else's life, you know, the marketing me of. So it's like, okay, I'm scared for me, but the way that I think my way out of this is by doing something for you. So, um, you know, that's exactly what I said, you know, that um, I appreciate that you're scared. I'm scared too. Here's this thing that we're going to do differently. We don't know if it's going to work, but we're going to try our hardest. And the reason why we're doing it, we're doing it for you. And it's amazing how people just like wholeheartedly, absolutely like, got on board with that but not only people from my community but then I approached some of the world's most well-known marketers and said exactly the same thing I've had to cancel my events I'm scared but there's also a lot of scared people out there we're going to try and do something for these people and I just wanted to ask whether you do a 20 to 30 minute webinar with us yep. and like yeah. and you've got you've got some pretty big hitters signed up it's crazy so you know uh, Ram Fishkin, Roy Sutherland, Mark Ritson, uh, you know, like some Margaret Molly uh, from. And do you think like global, do you feel like the global crisis has opened up people to being more receptive to helping people? Like, so if do you, do you think if you'd reached out to all of those people, they would have kind of put their hands up to help in the same way that they have? I think it's created a new opportunity in that they had more time truthfully yep. you know yep. that you know they had a whole lot of speaking gigs cancelled i think people are more willing to help each other on the general level but i do think you know we are still seeing a lot of individualism at the moment as well you only need to go down to toilet roll exactly <laughs> you know and i guess that's the thing right that I, I think you know in the same way as you would die on a sword for your children you know i think a lot of people do look after those priorities first 
I think the benefit of us being two, three weeks into this right now is that we can't live in constant anxiety. So we are starting to look for those opportunities to help other people rather than just being those in our household. So I think initially, if anything, our reaction, our initial reaction was quite selfish. But I think at this point now, hopefully as people are living this new reality, we're starting to look outwards and starting to sort of find commonality in, in our adversity. So how do we, and like, how do we pull that back to marketing? So like, if like, and like, I totally agree with you. Like at first, everybody was going nuts buying bog roll and all sorts of crazy shit. But like, since then I've started to see like, so our, our neighbors have created like a WhatsApp group. So everybody up and down our street is in this WhatsApp group now. Whereas I hadn't spoken to most of my neighbors prior to that. That's and it. we're looking out for like, the, we have some elderly people living on our street. So everybody's like kind of taking in turns to deliver food to them, all That's that kind of stuff. And it's, it's, it's crazy. It's almost that kind of uh, besieged Britain kind of like yeah. back in the the forties, but it's like, how does that kind of translate back into marketing though? So like, how are we, as marketers, how should we be using that that fear, uh, that, that kind of togetherness or that kind of that spirit of kind of collective will to get through this? Like how how as marketers should we be using that? How should we should be engaging with that? Well, I think you used the right word earlier, which was empathy. Yeah. You know, and, and the reason why certain marketing messages are really, really resonating right now is that we can all understand the situation that we're in right now today to take that into a marketing context you need to be doing exactly the same but you might just be doing it on a smaller scale so for example um you know one of your customers might have a a requirement you know that they want to get more traffic to their website or something like that and, and you gotta understand the underlying emotional uh, reasons why they're trying to do that and it's not just that they want more traffic to their website it's because they want to impress their boss so if you want to impress the boss then how can you impress help them do that as well you know so um empathy has to be the long and short of it i mean i'm curious like i mean how would you how would you approach that i mean like both in this context but then in a broader context of like you know approaching like account management or or you know business development and stuff like that with with new clients in the world so it comes back to so the way that we've looked at it as an agency we've come back to looking at what are the drivers going on in the business now so everybody now probably has slightly different drivers mm -hmm. um well not slightly they could be massively different now so that's like part of my job now is to get in touch with the agencies uh, to, with our clients and say like tell me about your business now how has this changed what are we targeting obviously the strategy that we wrote and kind of put out a month ago that's all out the window now how can we reapproach that and what do we need to look at so one of our clients their 70 percent of their lead volume came from physical events they go to conferences that's how their market works so very quickly we've had to digitize the the process so like we're using a lot of webinars we're using a lot of video content we've changed their sales process to now include things like video zoom calls whereas there used to be physical meetings mm -hmm. so like it's for me it's it's about understanding the customer and their drivers now like that's easier for me to say because I work in a B2C, a B2B context. So it's very much kind of like if I speak to them, it's stereotypical. Like their their market is a lot smaller. They have personas that are well-defined. You start to roll that out into a B2C context. 
then it's it's a different kind of it, like you said before much broader it's very kind of um i mean i know a lot of agencies that are struggling in that space now and it's because like consumers where we're talking about so we're laughing about people kind of going out and panic buying um bog roll and stuff like that but it's it's because people are pooling their resources to try and provide and prepare their family for what is potentially going to happen sure. and I, I think from a b2c context it makes sense that like initially people are going to not hoard their money but be very very careful with their money so mm -hmm. the the superfluous stuff like the buying a new bike cars travel all of that kind of stuff that is out the window temporarily because we'll come out the other end and everybody's like shit i've been in isolation i need a break yeah <laughs> but but on a, a b2b context like it, it will come but businesses have to keep going like they have to keep buying selling trading all of the things that businesses do because if businesses stop then the the economy stops and mm -hmm. that like coming back to the point earlier is like how do people sell and market in this space we have to figure it out very very quickly and i think the only way to do it is to be empathetic and understanding as much as you can and if you're worried that it's gonna kind of cross a line don't do it mm -hmm. like just just err on the side of caution yeah. and again like the only other thing i would say as well and this is like it's a absolutely terrifying time for marketers business owners everywhere but if you and if you think about it marketers are now worried about their stats like their leads have gone the boss is now questioning marketing as a whole because let's be honest marketing is always stupidly the first thing that gets cut when everything goes to shit but we now have marketers who are terrified but they should also be excited like this is this is a time where the shackles should come off like you have got you have got free reign to try and make some stuff work. Throw some shit at a wall and see what sticks. Because like, try, like you don't have to spend money. You don't have to chase budgets. Walk right. into your MD's office and be like, do you know what? I've had this idea and I think we should try it because nothing else is working. Yeah. And what have we got to lose? As long as you keep it, the message on, like, on paste and you're not stepping over anybody's toes in that whole empathy game, sure. it is an exciting time. Absolutely. And I think it comes back to that idea that, you know, like gray stuff doesn't fit these days. You know, the only messages that get through are black and white, um, you know, or love and hate. And right now, if there's a time where people are craving love more than any other, it's a time where they feel vulnerable and scared, you know, so to craft a message, which is showing genuine love and, and compassion and, and caring for you know, human beings, you know, both in a B2B and a B2C context, then, you know, I think you're right. It's a hell of an opportunity. It's, there's literally a website, I, I think it's called like, Were They There or something like that, which like lists celebrities and companies and like whether they helped, you know, and it's like literally a name and shame website or something. It's, one, it's really funny, but like, this is the time, as you say, where people will remember. People will remember if you were there and you looked after them and you cared. You know, I'm not saying you have to do it if you're a bog roll company or, or, you know, some feel quite meaningless right now. You know, if, I don't know, Dunelm were to drop me a message today and sort of say, well, you know, we really care about you, then it would feel a bit empty, you know. Cause... But but on the same thing, so um, like, so Dunelm, obviously homeware goods, soft yeah. furnishing, like stuff like that, right? Yeah. So if they were to like, email you and say look we know you're you're kind of hold up in home because you're in isolation here's 50 percent off a duvet cover to make you comfy at night you'd be like that's a bit shallow like yeah. i can see what you're doing 
thanks yeah. for like the shallow attempt at discount yeah. selling me. <laughs> yes. However, if they were to say to you, if they were to send you an email saying, hey, like Joe, I am going to, like we are going as a business, we are sending um, like a truckload of pillows, soft furniture and shit like that to a, like one of these makeshift hospitals. Or actually what we're going to do is we, we've found um, uh, like we're going to send uh, like brand new duvet sets to all of the nurses in this hospital in your area because Absolutely. we know that they're working hard. We'd like them to get a good night's sleep. And do you know what we're going to do? We're going to tell them that um, like this comes from Love from Denelm and all of the customers because we had the option of giving you a discount or helping them. 100%. That has some genuine kind of, you're like, okay, yeah, that that makes me feel something for the brand, not just like a, a, a discount voucher. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's that's really smart. You know, that's exactly the type of way uh, people should be thinking. That's awesome. I really, really. And it's not necessarily about just giving stuff away. It's about giving it away with meaning or or sharing with meaning or... Or showing you know, like where your standpoint is as a brand. Like what it, like where do you stand as a brand? How how do you feel like you could be giving back or like whatever? So like I work heavily in the tech and SaaS space and it's what I have been really nicely surprised about is how deeply a lot of the SaaS and tech companies have pushed back into and like to try and give back with the business obviously they've all got something to like gain because so like um hubspot for example they have reduced the pricing on a lot of their tools they mm-hmm. have added more functionality into their free versions the partner community they have like prepaid commissions coming through so they're they're supporting the community and want to put in and they have something to gain and that's fine there's nothing wrong with that but what they've done, like it, it must be costing them millions because they're opening up a lot of stuff and kind of forward paying all sorts of stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's what that, so me as a HubSpot partner, I then go, do you know what? Like HubSpot have put their money where their mouth is. They're supporting their customer base and their partners. This is like something I should be part of and should continue support. And that kind of engagement is like, it's powerful because they get something back out of that because they now have like, I've always been like a HubSpot fanboy anyway, but like they've, they, they've now promoted that message out. And that's, I don't even feel like that was done as a marketing tactic. Like no. it, it's not done as a, a PR and there, it may have been, but that's not how it's made me feel. And I think feelings and empathy and understanding and timing, they're the key things for me that marketers should be looking at at the moment. But that's, you know, that's marketing at its best, regardless of the situation. Yeah. You know, if when marketing doesn't feel like marketing, because it's so appropriate, you know, then that's exactly what we should be striving for at every point, you know, and, and to the points that you've made, you know, if it feels a bit off, you know, if it feels a bit off brand or a bit out of taste, then, you know, maybe you shouldn't be sending that if it's a random Tuesday in 2016, you know, <laughs> never mind, you know, mid pandemic in, in 2020, you know. So I, th- I think there's something really powerful in that, that it's coming back to just an ultimate, it's just put a real focus. I think that's probably where I'm coming to. It just put a real focus on exactly what we should be doing as marketers, which is understanding people and then just addressing it, you know, and, and, and in this case, we're addressing a need of fear and, and a need of, you know, seeking comfort, but, you know, 10 years ago, it would have been a very different need set, but we would have needed to be equally um, empathetic in that kind of situation. You know, it's, it's, uh, 
it's the basics of principle the basics of marketing just applied in a different direction right now so to like start running it off and i could put you on the spot here mm -hmm. any tips tools books references blogs that people should be reading to help with this stuff so i think the best piece of advice that i can give is to look at people who are doing a really good job of it right now and to take their lead and you know so I'm, I'm pretty sure that at least a couple of the things that I've said during the course of this webinar can be almost direct quotes from Dave Gerthart. Yep. Um, you know, because I'm a fanboy of his. I, I think he, he speaks, he speaks good. Same yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, all of us have to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> so like, but like he's someone that's speaking very much about doubling down on brand right now. Yeah. Speaking about someone, you know, and he's speaking that truth and then speaking about that sort of thing. So I'd, I'd recommend whoever it is, Dave Gerhardt would be my starting point, but there's plenty out there. I mean, you're one of them as well of someone that I take inspiration from who, um, you know, is just speaking some truths right now. And, and, you know, I'd look to follow their lead if, if you're feeling clueless at the moment. And I know a man with some marketing meetups online at the moment. Could help. <laughs> have, have you, have you read Fanocracy yet? No, no so fanocracy like it's a, it's a great book around like fan culture and all that kind of stuff but the a lot of the psychology around that i, I think like in situations like this is it's probably a great read to be kind of um uh, jumping into now um so definitely like check that out as well cool right so that's it for our first ever episode um, it was fun. Enjoyed it. Yeah, <laughs> surprising, eh? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so what we're gonna, so what Joe and I are gonna do is like we've got tons of ideas about marketing stuff that we want to chat through, and we're gonna try and get these out as regularly as we can. Um, and both of us are locked up in houses right now, so they, these may come faster than we expect. Um, but what we'd also like to do is kind of reach out and like if anybody's got anything that they particularly want us to discuss, like just just reach out. Both um, Joe and I are on on Twitter, Joe what's your your tweet handle thing joseph e glover and mine's rich t wood um so by all means tweet us um you can kind of reach out to us there and we'll we'll discuss the ideas um and obviously it wouldn't be a marketing podcast unless we kind of plead with you to give us a, a five-star review and like give us give us a little bit of help to try and get more people to listen you've been listening to the humans come first podcast When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. 
No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.